Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast out at Seal Hain. We've abandoned the mobile studio, Rich, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we've gone outside broadcast. We have. This is full, outside, bro- full yeah. outside broadcast in the car park because it's just too hot to be sitting in the car. It's beautiful out here this morning. Uh, we've just had a chat with Gary Johnson um, talking about uh, the Maidenhead and Dagenham and Redbridge games, but more importantly, really looking forward, looking forward to Saturday's game. Big TV game. Yeah. Looking forward to the close season as well. Gary has yeah. some quite interesting things to say, which you'll hear in a few moments. DT's going to come and join us in a minute once he's done his, uh, his, his glad handing. <laughs> he will indeed. So it's going to be a three-hander podcast today. It'll be Guy, it'll be Richard, we'll be joined by Dave. Um, but let's first of all, Gary had some interesting things to say. Before today. we go there, it's a big anniversary. It is today, isn't today it? Today is a big anniversary. It's also my dog Alberto's birthday. Happy birthday. And that's why I remembered it was a big anniversary. Oh, there you go. And then I did the maths and it was a massive anniversary. It is 21 years. 21. Since the Battle of Barnet. Yes, 21 years. For those of you who were there, like both of us, that's some... It's that's a long some, time. Yeah, that's I, quite scary. And for even older fans, it was 35 years yesterday, uh, the draw with crew. Wow, the, uh, the was Brim, it really 35 years? I was there too. Yesterday. so uh, That big, makes me feel old, Guy. Big, big anniversaries. Loads to talk about. You yeah. might have thought after the two draws uh, in the last few days that um, there wouldn't be all that much to talk about. But as ever, we have much to discuss. Dave's on D- his way, so Dave's better on get his to way. Gary. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. Gaffer, although the draw up at Dagenham on Monday means that the top seven is no longer attainable, nobody can say that your side haven't given it their absolute all this season to make that. Well, I, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, we've had a relatively small squad. Um, our games have come down thick and far. Uh, just watching a review of the there just before coming out of the year and, and the effort that the boys put in was, was phenomenal, really. And uh, now we've got to prepare for three games in eight days. Um, and we've still got a big say in who gets in the playoffs at the moment and maybe who wins the league. Um, so we'll have to... But you know, we'll still be giving it our all and that, that's the nature of the beast here. Uh, we just fell short for whatever reasons um, as far as the playoffs were concerned. But it'd uh, be nice to finish anyway. Uh, somewhere near, uh, and we'll see how I think be in the top ten. Then uh, it was a good recovery, probably from the start of the season, because we, we picked up, we have picked up a lot of points since uh, beginning of December. We look back at the uh, season as a whole. Obviously, it's not not finished yet, but it's about fine margins, isn't it, Gaffer? There's so many turning points where you think actually, if that, that shot had gone in or if that yeah. decision had been given, yeah. the team's not been very far away, is it? No, we haven't been far away. Um, you know, we know we've got to improve it where we can, because obviously you've got to keep keep improving, um, and uh, you know, you've got to get players <coughs> believing what you've just said, and I think most of them do. Uh, as I've said, I'm sure you know there'll be some that 
want to go to pastures new. And, you know, as I say, we've got in our mind people that we're, uh, we'd like to bring in. So, um, and, that, and that's the nature of, of the season, nature of the beast, where um, you have to make some big decisions and so do players sometimes. So it's, uh, you know, we'll see how it all uh, pans out at the end, that's the, at the end of the season, because three games to go, you know, they're all still playing for their own personal pride and the pride of our football club. Given the considerable success that you've had throughout your career, Gaffer, there can't be too many times where actually you've had three games at the end of the season where you've not been involved in the promotion shake-up yourself. Is there anything in particular you're looking for, apart from three wins, obviously, yeah. from your squad in the last three games? Yeah, a personal pride, you know, and a, and, a, and a club pride. I think that's a big thing as well because, you, especially when you're on the TV and in football, um, you need as many people... Uh, seeing your club in a positive light, uh, whether it be for players, um, you know, for uh, people, supporters, you know, adding supporters to your next year's season tickets and all that sort of thing. You know, it's a uh, uh, you've got to showcase your club on and off the field, and that, that's very, very important to me, and it always is, and uh, it's important for a club going into a next campaign. With the warmer weather already starting to make an appearance here today, it almost feels like pre-season somewhere. And that must be one little relief, uh, maybe one positive from Monday, is that you're not going to be playing catch-up so much like you were last pre-season. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather be in the playoffs playing catch-up, of course. But, um, yeah, but, uh, if there is a positive, positive side of, of that is that it gives us more time to prepare, to negotiate, um, to do all the things we need to do, to maybe catch a couple that are available now nice and early rather than lose them because uh, we couldn't have made last year the decision early because we didn't know what league we might be in. So um, yeah, so that, that, that'll give us a bit more, more time to prepare for the coming season and uh, preparation for the coming season starts now. You know, then as soon as you know this season's not over as such, but uh, you know, you're always looking at which, which players have performed who's scored the goals, who's had the assists, who's uh, been consistent, who's come good at the end of the season with the work that we've done with them. You know, they're, they're the, that's always nice as well, knowing, for instance, somebody like Ali Omar, who's you know, been unlucky not to play in the team uh, more often because of the, the form of the three centre-halves uh, that have done well. Um, but he's been great. and. Um, I think the last couple of games he's played, he's done very, very well, and he's calmed down a little bit. Um, you know, in as much as we want his bubbly personality, but um, he's certainly calmed down in his in his game. Um, you know, credit the Downs has done a, a lot of work with him as a. I was going to say ex centre half, but you won't like me saying that, Downs. So, <laughs> um, but he's, you know, he's done a lot of work as uh, as we all are. With young players like Ali coming through uh, amongst the other uh, younger lads. It's clearly clear that the club is still moving in the right direction. And like you've already touched upon, having the BT Sport cameras there on Saturday does give us a chance to show the rest of the watching nation that this is a club that's very much going in the right direction. Yeah, that's important. That's important to us. Um, as I said, showcasing, showcasing our club is definitely very important all round. And um, hopefully we can keep the supporters that have been with us uh, 
so supportive uh, this year um, and uh, and then add to it with uh, new people I mean I've seen a lot of new people around I've seen a lot of young lads around that you know, like to get autographs of the players after the game and like, there seem to be more and more of them which is which is great um, and we just need to keep keep building you know I think our support has been decent as, a, as an average this year um, average as in numbers um, and I think most of the time you know we, we've enjoyed most of the games there's some games that people were a bit disappointed with but you always get that in the season wherever you are sort of thing uh, or any position but um, I think our supporters can see what we're trying to achieve because we've achieved it on a few occasions we've just got to do it on a few more um, to what extent are players still playing for contracts or are those decisions in your mind pretty much done now? Uh, yeah, they're pretty much done. Um, but you know, somebody could come out the pack in the last three games, maybe. Um, also, we have to uh, think about players that might be coming in. Um, you, know, you, you don't want a, a, a block, block up of players because you're bringing someone in and all of a sudden you've got three or four that are not happy that they're too far away from the, the team to get in. So we have to think about that. Um, it's, I've, only, I've only done it for 40 years. <laughs> so I know how, how it all works and um, you can look forward to it because you know, you, you're open to uh, pick up some gem uh, at, at some stage. Uh, Often it's not a gem right now, but we can shine it up, polish it up, and hopefully it becomes a, a gem in the near future. Because you've got to make sure that we haven't got only potential, and it takes too long to bring them to the fore. You hinted after the uh, game last Saturday about um, marquee signings. Are those players that are definitely committed, or are you... yeah? I, I, um, no, no one's definitely committed. I didn't say we had marquee signs. I said we, and I mean, <laughs> a, a fella asked me Saturday. He said, uh, "Who's our marquee players?" Then? And uh, so obviously that one sentence was brought a bit of interest. So, and I answered it by saying, "Well, it, it probably won't be Harry Kane <laughs> or Grealish or anyone like that." You know what I mean? Yeah, but but it'll contract. be mar marquee at our level. You know, so i.e. marquee meaning people that can make a difference to our team. Now, whether that's a name somebody knows or whether it's a name somebody doesn't know, for me, it'll be somebody that will improve our, our squad. So um, when, we say, when we say marquee, um, you know, it's, uh, it's not Harry Kane. Fair enough, no, I think it was. Um, I, I think quite a few of us went up to Ashton Gate towards the end of June last year and thought, you know, whoever doesn't win this, whether it's you or Hartlepool, are going to really find it very difficult the following season. Has this been one of the most difficult seasons you've had? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, of course, you have all different different seasons and difficult season. Finished, you know, maybe tenth or eleventh or ninth even or eighth. <laughs> um, you know, you, you you could say uh, for what happened to us at the end of the season, it's not a bad second half. For the, of the season, and people have seen the quality that is in the group. Um, you know, the, the, the games that we've really played well in, um, and that, that's important to me. But 
it has been difficult because certainly at the early part of the season because we we uh, we didn't have a settled team, a settled group. We had to bring in uh, other players, loans. Uh, a lot of the loans have done well, some not so well. But um, you know, we we've now made friends of those loans that have done well, and lo uh, and friends with the clubs that feel we've done well for their player. So we can always go back to them when we need them. And, and you half answered this with uh, Dom a little bit earlier, but just how good will it be this summer? I know you prefer not to be looking forward to a season nationally, but just to know that that's what's ahead and just know exactly what you're planning for. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I've always looked forward to a new season as soon as it finishes, of course, um, because you know over the years I've had enough success to know that um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go 10 years without winning something, if you know what I mean. I'm, and that's in my own mind, that's not me being bolshy or uh, over the top, but it's that that's in my head where I, I know that there'll be something around the corner, sort of thing, you know. And uh, we know that um, the work that we put in uh, helps us in the end be successful. And, and that's what we're, we believe in. Brilliant. Thank you, Gary. No problem. TV game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, still a bit of a novelty for some, maybe for some of the younger players. Do you manage that any differently, or is it just another game with a slightly earlier kickoff? Um, no, we, I, I mean, everyone's had to adjust with different time kickoffs this season. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, it's, uh, I, think, I think it's good because people say there might be nothing to play for, and even though we're playing with pride, the fact that it's on the TV um, and it's against a team that's in seventh spot that need to win the game, it gives it a little bit more, uh, you know, the lads are going to want to play well in front of their families watching on the telly if they can't get down at Torquay. And um, you know, again, they'll want to showcase themselves as much as the, as the club, you know. You, you, you want to create a, um, a good, uh, what's the word, uh, image outside of your club that you're playing for because who knows, you know what I mean? So. Do you enjoy all the ballyhoo, the touchline interviews and the cameras in your face and that kind of thing? No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you still here? <laughs> of course I do. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it's exactly how it is. You know, you get used to it. Um, I think the fact that uh, I never cancel any of your meetings means that I'm quite comfortable with you people. I know that <laughs> all you want is that honesty, you know, you, yeah. you, you, you report what you see, don't you? Um, and uh, I think in the programme I've thanked a few people because that's you know, the last home game and including the, the media and yourselves of uh, you know, the, the help. If you're going to be the media in a football club, you have to be part of that football club to spread the word, if you know what I mean. You know, and so we appreciate what you all do. Thank you. Thank you. We're talking about new signings, one of the, the youth team uh, and Chris Todd's lot has had a great season as we know. Yeah. Um, I know you try each year and you have done in the past to bring a couple through from that and yeah. it's a very difficult job isn't it to get them from under 18 level to the first team yeah, level. Yeah, are you of a mind, Are you? is that an area that you're looking at at the moment? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, they, they, they've done very well, very well um, and uh, we, we, you know, we they video the games, so we're able to watch those games, even though we couldn't be there because um, we were playing ourselves on occasion. 
and uh, and they train up here with us. Um, we have we have games against them. Uh, unfortunately, poor young Bish uh, got injured in a in a game that put him out of all the finals, which was unbelievable. A game up here, it was unlucky and got into tackle. You know, with two people trying to impress, and all of a sudden he's out. But he still made a you know, he still helped the team and was very much a part of the team. But uh, so they was up here a couple of two or three days before their uh, their first final, I think it was. So that, you know, yes, we will make a decision on them because they're part of our club. Um, you know, they get a great, a great ground in with Toddy and with the college. You know, so there's an education as well as football, which is good. And next year, um, they'll be still being educated. Um, but some of them will, will, will be what you would pass as full-time. So, good to hear from Gary today. Gary's in uh, in good mood today, as you heard. Um, looking ahead already to next season, which, uh, the planning for which has already begun. Yep, um, yep. Just when you thought things had uh, ended not with a bang but a whimper, things fizzling out, obviously not. You know, it doesn't happen that way in football clubs, does it? Well, Dave, welcome, by the way. Sorry, very remiss of me not to say <laughs> that you're standing next to me and uh, people listening to the podcast can't see you. Dave, welcome. Pleasure to be here on a sunny day at yeah, uh, yeah. Birds area. are singing, it's lovely. Uh, there's three games to go and uh, for, for the team for playing us, there is a, there's there's something in him. It's yeah. Dean in his small car. That's yeah, that's the tiny <laughs> Dean Moxie mobile. He's got his uh, got his music playing. You'll hear all kinds of things in the podcast today, but uh, we couldn't sit in the car. It would just be far too hot. It's atmospheric, Scott. It is. It is indeed. Um, I was looking back at the stats to the last time a season fizzled out. Right. Like 1863. Yeah, something I think like that. it was because. Last year we were at Ashton Gate. Yeah. The year before it was COVID, so it yeah. kind of. But the year before that we were champions of the National League South. The year before that we were fighting relegation, with Gary Hours. The two years before that were great escapes, with Nico. Wow. The year I reckon the 2014-15 is the last year when we had a, a fizzling out season. Where did we, were, we finish? We were first, first year down. Uh, yeah. Under Chris Hargreaves, we started very well, and were right up there after relegation the previous season, and then it just uh, fell away a little yeah. bit towards the so end. So that would have been the um, first season that I was back from London, and uh, it was the second time we relegated, but, yeah. but yeah. first yeah, year first down. First year I was back from London, and yeah. I always remember Chris Hargreaves was very dapper. He was dressed well. Indeed, indeed, very, uh, very well dressed man. But yeah, so 13th in the conference. We don't do mid-table usually, do we? No, we seven no, years no. since we've had a season like this where you're going into the last That's... three games going, well, there we go. But did, yeah. but did United play like a mid-table team no, at Dagenham last season? No, Well, you've said all. that, Dave. I, I just, you know, I, I know it was had. a nil-nil draw and in the great scheme of things it didn't help either team probably very much, but uh, people might look back on it and say, oh, that must, that must have been a bit of a fag-end game. Yeah. Oh dear, dear, you only have to look at the. <laughs> Every we, single time Sean McDonald got the ball, he's either thrown it or booted it straight out the field. Yeah. Every throw in was like there was no tomorrow. Well, you were saying um, that towards the end, the talkie players were chasing the ball for throw ins and, and yeah. getting the ball back into play as quickly as they could. So credit to them for that. But, it, I, I mean, it, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? It must be difficult to raise the team. Okay, you've got two big games and one. The South End game is a little bit of a dead rubber for both teams, but it must be hard to raise the players. They're all coming into training now. 
having gone through a season where they had everything to play for this time last year, it must be tricky to, to raise them, I would have thought. Yes, I, th- I think as well. And, and at this stage, one or two, probably more than that, know what is coming, mm. for good or bad. Um, and in those situations, to get a sort of urgency of performance out of them that they got at Dagenham on Saturday, I thought yeah. was... When you think what was at stake for Dagenham, that, yeah, that, 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 really yeah. aug- that really augurs quite well for these last... Especially the Chesterfield and Stockport games. As Gary said, you know, United in their own quiet way could have quite a say. On, yeah. on yeah. Um, And of course, the other thing is, if you go to Stockport next, Stockport or at Wrexham on Saturday, what a game that's, that's going to be! By the way. Um, wouldn't mind being up there. And talking, um, won't get a ticket down. Talking no, Chesterfields no. on the TV. And yeah. then talking, <laughs> yeah, quite, talking Chesterfield on the TV. Um, and then you know, all depending on what happens at the racecourse ground, Stockport. Yeah, at home next Wednesday night mm. against Torquay with the championship, and possibly, and Could we all know how hugely important it always is. All the mil- you know the 1.3 million you get for going up into the league, yeah. etc. So there's going to be a huge crowd, almost no matter what. Ha- well, definitely well, they get you know, they get big crowds they anyway. Get big crowds there, anyway. Yeah. What do United do in those circumstances? Do they go up? Do they go up there out onto the pitch and say, Morning. actually, Morning. it's not um, you know. There's nothing much to play for here. No, no you don't, do you? And, and United, of course, have got a very good record against Stockport in the yeah. last couple of seasons. And um, so, well, you, yeah, you were saying it's, it's a very intriguing couple of games yeah. coming up. The record against the top teams is pretty good this oh, season. Don't go there. Four points off Wrexham. Yeah. Points off Stockport already. Notts County. Notts County. County. Yeah. yeah. Chesterfield could be four if United beat them on Saturday, and yet can they beat Eastleigh, Barnet, and Wheelstone? Well, no. that's the thing um, we were talking about. It's if, so if frustrating. You, if you take them out of context and you, and you just looked at those those results, you'd think that we we would be in amongst those teams, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it's just, um, I mean, what what is the difference, Dave, between you know a performance against Wrexham and a performance against Eastleigh? Well, why does that happen? I, I've always had a sort of a little pet theory that, that lads at lower division levels, without trying to sound too really old head about it, that players need to be tight, mm. really tight, to send... If, if players at these levels are too relaxed, there ain't many Alex Russells and you know, Jason Fowlers who can go yeah. out nice and relax and do their stuff. Morning. They need to Morning. be wound right up. Yeah. And sometimes it's a little bit hard to get wound out for Barnet at home in the same way yeah. that you're wound up for Notts County at mm. home, yeah. Stockport at home, Wrexham at so home. So you're talking about it's kind of an uh, anti-pressure and, thing. Yeah, well, it is. And, and, and for all managers like Gary and, and many more like him do their absolute best and mm. they do exactly the same thing week in, week out and they work on all of this. And in other words, if you play Notts County at home and it doesn't go brilliant for 10 or 15 minutes... It's still okay, yeah. You know, yeah. as long as you're not too down yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you play Barnet or Wheelston at home and it hasn't gone very well for 15 or 20 minutes, everybody starts getting worried, and yeah. and, and the mistakes mistakes seem bigger, mm. and and all of that creeps in, and um, you know, it's a it's a difficult one. My goodness, if we all knew the answers to this, we'd be we'd be football geniuses, managers, yeah. We? yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of young people's music going on in the there background. Is, there? Yeah, it's just not the kind of stuff that we listen to in our cars, is it? <laughs> Mr. Duke McKenna has just driven <laughs> into the uh, car park. Dave, you've got a Chris Barber CD going. <laughs> Chesterfield on Saturday, then 12:30 kickoff. Remind me, obviously it's an early kickoff. I have got previous for missing early kickoffs. Chesterfield is seventh. 
they're absolutely going hell for leather for these playoffs, aren't well, they? Well, you'd think so, but their recent yeah, form is, is, yeah. is, is poor. Five defeats in eight games. Look, they've got Paul Cook yeah. back as manager. Of course, the, the elephant in the room is Kabi Shamanga, uh, yeah. poor lad who, who yeah. broke his leg absolutely. and dislocated his ankle in, what was it, January, February? What a run yeah. he was on at the time. 24 goals yeah. by then, so he's still out, although apparently he's running again now, but I don't think it's quite <laughs> near yeah. enough for him to play. But you look at their team, they've got people like Danny Rowe who can't even get in the side. No, that's right. Um, you know, a big team. Uh, Morning. Morning, Stephen. Um, uh, you know, who are... Yeah, <laughs> this is big. This is as big as it gets for them, isn't it? So, uh, and I and I, I gather that there's loads. Of, even though it is on the TV, I, I gather there's loads of Chesterfield fans coming down on on Saturday. And why why not? Oh, it'll be even for a 12:30. Good atmosphere. They'll have a good day out in Torquay then afterwards if they well if they were hopefully they don't win. But you know what I mean? It's mm. a, no, they, it's a big game. There are a few players of interest in that team. One of them, um, a lad that we had on loan from Leicester. Uh, eight years ago, yeah, now, Jack, Jack McCourt. McCourt. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? He, he liked certainly him. was. Put himself about, yeah. didn't he? Um, yeah. And now he's been in and out of the team. They've got some very good players there. They're um, one of those teams that Gary was talking about the other day that could field two first teams, basically. Yeah, they? probably. They've got a huge and squad. it's those teams that are at the top, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They paid. By all, from what we understand, a quarter of a million pound for Cabby Shamanga from Boreham Wood last yeah. summer. This is, and then of course, even that has sort of almost seemed like routine mm. when Stockport and Wrexham start lashing out as well, yeah. like they were. They, were. Um, uh, they are a very powerful squad, and uh, uh, Paul Cook, for instance. I mean, if he doesn't get them into the playoffs, yeah. that that's. You know, that's a bit of a pressure situation, isn't it? So he was um, an excellent drummer as well, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Could be the same one. Yeah. There's a lot of talk yeah. in the uh, thanks to Julian for sending it, in the non-league paper. There was a piece as well. The, the pressure is beginning to grow on, on the football authorities to take a look at the way the national league and the football league are joined, aren't they? The, the, with so many hugely bankrolled teams now in the National League and two more joining us, Oldham and Scunthorpe will, uh, will have budgets behind them. I think I worked out the other day in, a, in, a, in an off moment that Gateshead and Maidstone are coming up from yeah. the um, uh, National South League North, North and South, yeah. both managed by ex-Torquay players by the way. Yes, yeah, we'll um, talk about Maidstone manager yeah. in a minute. Um, York are in the playoffs. Yeah. Boston United possibly if Paul Cox can get them can get them into the playoffs, and Oldham and Scunthorpe coming yeah. down. That's I think 16 of the 24 teams next season could be ex-football league clubs. I mean, Gateshead is a long time ago, but but but, but they're yeah, still yeah. ex. And, no, and all no, of those teams no. you just mentioned are yeah. all ex-football league yeah. teams. So so it, that's but. We talk about it, don't we, from time to time. I'll Gary does I'm, I'm, well, getting, I'm getting to yeah. the point where I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I mean, I mean it's, the, it's one of Gary's yeah. hot topics quite often. But he's right, it? he'll right. drop it in. It's, it's, yeah. absolutely, it's absolutely right, you know, but it's the can, old turkeys you and see, Christmas. Yeah, thing, can isn't you it? see the EFL allowing their closed shop to admit another team and water risk down, another team dropping out? And but, water but, down the, um, the, the, the financial spread. Yeah. But also, and I think well, you said. Actually, in fairness, sorry to interrupt it. That is a much more realistic thing, not the joining of the National League. And of course, the other point everybody forgets is who, just got say, who also yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, want yeah, yeah. that to happen. Yeah. The National no, League true. board yeah. they, yeah. They don't, don't want, want to lose, lose yeah. half their competition to go up into the Football League. Every, a lot of people forget that. Yeah. What, what the football, what the National League needs above and everything else, and I'm interrupting Richard here, is another promotion place. Yeah. Two up 
and one through the players. Yeah. End of story. And then and then by implication, it's it's a fifth division in, anyway without without the name, isn't it? There you it? go. So you know, this one up. It's and just, it, and, it's and, just and, like the old third division, north and yeah. south. And, and in, of course, the the label non-league is. It, is detrimental anyway to, to the clubs nowadays because these clubs aren't non-league football clubs. They're, they're, they're professionally run next season. professionally run yeah. football clubs. That's not a non-league football club in, no. the, in the way that that term is understood anymore. And they, the teams in the top half of the National League have bigger budgets, yeah. probably, than yeah. the teams in the bottom half and, of the league and too. And bigger gates, half of and them. And bigger gates. Well, yeah, I mean, Wrexham, are fair play to Wrexham. I mean, we... we we moan all season about Wrexham, but they're packing them in at the race course. You, look, you look at big, the teams at the crowds. bottom of the league too. Rochdale, I mean, all due respect to Rochdale, they've never been a big team. They're probably smaller than most of the teams in the in the um, in the national league, and and yet they're there by. No, good we, luck to all those smaller yeah. teams. We, we, nobody, Christ, we, we've all been there, haven't we? Struggling mm, and yeah. lean seasons and lean years, and you have to get through them. But it's that extra promotion mm. place is the key to it all. Yeah. One yeah. more promotion place would, would change everything. Change, absolutely it? changes it and, and gives it a slightly fairer chance to the Boreham Woods, the Torquays, Two up one the Bromleys, yeah. Yeah. who aren't going to be able to compete no. financially with the teams ahead of And when you look at what's happened, I know Hartlepool didn't do badly for a while, but when you look and think that Sutton were in the playoffs until a couple of weeks ago yep. I think still can still be. get yeah, in they, yeah. they can still do it yeah. on the last uh, day and they spent most of last season chasing Torquay United yeah. at yeah. the top of the thing and all good luck to them they, they ended up winning it but you know you, the, the margins between that and that mm. is just very frustrating yeah absolutely so Stockport Wednesday uh, they're top uh, they will depending on goal difference I mean it's a huge game for them with Wrexham but it's a massive game. Next Wednesday, they could clinch the title, possibly, against Torquay. Torquay, these lads who are coming in for training now, will be going all out to um, to try and stop that from happening. Um, that's a massive game, isn't it? You'd want to be there, wouldn't you? Definitely. You'd want Definitely. to be there for that one. I just wish that there was slightly more at stake for us. But, yeah. uh, no, we, we, we've, we've said how lively that night could be. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you... And, of course... I mean, the game up there last year had a huge amount rising on it, didn't it? Right at the end of the season, mm. it was a two-all draw, and everybody thought, oh, Stockport absolutely flying at the moment. You know, load of big money, Paddy Madden's playing for them, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And it was one of the best. It was on TV, wasn't mm. it? And it yeah. was one of the best games yeah. of last season. People ringing in saying, is this National League football? Christ, it's better than, it's better than League Two. United played brilliantly yeah, that was a great day game. and won two each. And that, and that was a big factor in Stockport not making... Yeah. Um, you know, into the um, uh, uh, well, I don't think they could win automatic at the time, or would they? I don't know. They might. No, no, I don't think they could, could they? But uh, it was a big, big game was, at the time. It was pivotal, wasn't it? Yeah. At the top, and yeah. for us as well. Of course, I mean, this game was supposed to be played earlier on in the season. Yeah. Remind me why it was, it was FA Trophy final, they were playing was it? In the yeah, FA yeah, Trophy, yeah, yeah. and Gary actually, Gary Johnson actually. Um, deliberately put this all the way back yeah, to the yeah. final midweek of the season obviously for our own reasons because he wanted it to potentially be to have a, a huge rubber. bearing on where he didn't yes from Stockport's point of view yeah from Stockport's point of view he wanted to keep to keep it back as a potentially huge so game so Stockport didn't uh, have anything to play that's for right, against yeah. us because yeah, 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 at the yeah. time it looked like they might run away with mm. it yeah. and um but that's not the case now. As, so. as it turns out, it could yeah. be. Um, uh, I mean, don't, don't forget, Torquay beat Stockport back in December at Playmore. An own goal. Do you know, own goal is our sixth highest scorer this season. 
Is it really? Yeah, really. Shout out, guy. Well, the first oh, yeah. first I'm game was an, yeah, first I'm game was an own goal. Yeah. Oh, oh, against us as well. There's been a few. Yeah. So yeah. the first game of the season, that that three-one defeat that we all kind of were a that bit shocked at. That was yeah. an own goal. Goldfield, but it's uh, Armani Little, Connor Lemonhay Evans, Danny Wright, Joe Lewis, and Asa Hall are the players who have outscored own goal this season. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, beaten two-one. Asa Hall penalty as well as the own goal. Um, Armani Little's our penalty taker now, isn't he? I'm never quite sure who's going to take him when we get one. No, I don't. Ace, Asa takes him. Maybe Armani... Asa muck about. He no, runs up Armani's and smashes taken it, a couple. We haven't had many this Dean season, Moxie's scored penalties. Danny Wright scored yeah. penalties. Yeah. So, um, I, I think know. I think if you put a gun to my head, who would you Who would you back? Moxie, Moxie. I think. Back. Eh? You'd back Moxie. Anybody who can drive in a car the size of a washing machine like that, <laughs> you'd back to... Um, I'd, yeah. back, I'd back Moxie to do a brain operation, <laughs> the, the, the way he's been playing oh, at, the, at the moment. Absolutely. So, um, shame that he's been out for the last couple of games, but... Um, no, I, yeah. I already should showed my hand the other week, but I, I'm not going to ask you two guys to, because I don't want to put you on the spot, but have you voted in the play I of the voted, year? I have voted, yeah. yeah. I have voted, and as, as I, I can told, tell you who I voted for, I'm quite happy to do yeah, that. Go on. Uh, I voted for uh, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, yeah, yeah great yeah. season. Yeah, I, I, as I said a couple of weeks ago, I voted for Dean Moxie, and we won't embarrass Dave by asking who he voted for. Uh, young Player of the Year, it's tricky. How is Ben Winter still in Young Player of the <laughs> well, Year? Well, so is Joe Lewis. Yeah, but Ben's, now, Ben's forty odd. Now, now. I, ag- I agree, but the ben, thing is, twenty-three <laughs> is too old for, for Young Player of the Year. Yeah, it's yeah. just too old. Yeah, so I wish yeah. they'd just change it to twenty-one. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I know I mean, he's, he's only been here for half the season, but it's hard to back against Stephen Duke McKenna. Yeah, as it well, is. It, it is. Um, I, I did notice that the list for that 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 was was next to the voting slips only had current players on it. Ah, um, yeah. And I voted for Sinclair Armstrong. Sinclair Ooh. Armstrong, who scored again for yeah. all the shots. Now I voted for him because I. You know, he charged to keep his kick down. Did he? Yeah, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah, that's how the cut off came. He just gets better in our <laughs> estimation, doesn't he? I, I, I voted for him because I stood there and then Dom walked past me and kind of looked at me mm. as if I was standing in the middle of the, the concourse there, strange and yeah. otherworldly. But I was actually, before I walked to the table, I hadn't thought about it. So I was having, having a moment to think about it. And I Quite right. Yeah, Duke McKenna would have been possibly second. But, I've, but I think the impact yeah. of the player of the season, even though he was here for such a short time, was was Sinclair Armstrong? Yeah, yeah, indeed. I, I mean, it's two and two games for Aldershot now. I mean, it, it's it slightly makes you angry about that. But QPR mm. were quite adamant they wanted him playing close to them. They wanted him trains to, with them. Yeah, during he, they the wanted week. him to train. Yeah, at QPR during the week, and therefore, you know, coming down to Torquay was 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 a bit of a problem. Yeah. So a, tri- a trip down here again for a second loan spell was never really an option. Although a season-long loan would be rather nice, that, wouldn't, wouldn't it? that be better? Yeah, we'll a season-long loan for Sinclair and I Stephen think, um, When Gary was talking about we've made friends with clubs who have, I mean, yeah. United had a good relationship with QPR anyway. Um, where where uh, ex Skulls winger Paul Hall is, um, is he under 23s or under 21s? I think it might be under 21s coach. Um, uh, is quite is a leading member of their coaching staff, so there is a link there. And uh, I know Paul was at um, Dagenham on a Saturday, yeah. running the rule over his young well, midfielder, right winger. Um, and uh, there's there's always potential, isn't there, yeah. to go back there? I, I think it's worth talking about the loans this season because do you remember it was a long time before we brought a loan player in this yeah. season? 
Now, ordinarily, you'd start a season with, 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 with two or three lone players in the squad already. And we did last season, and mm. two of them turned out to be you know, brilliant, uh, Randell and, and Arms uh, and Sherrick. Uh, yeah. But it took him a long time to, to, to get the right lone players in. And I think he said at the time that he, he didn't want, just, just want to get a lone player in to, fill it, for, to tick a box to fill a hole. Mm. He wanted the right players in. And I think the lone players that he has got in the season have been really successful. Yeah. I think as well at the start of the season, because of everything we've talked about last summer and the difficulty of last summer and you know the signing in such a short period of time after the playoff final, June the 25th, June the 20th, whatever it was, yeah. um, that he'd signed quite a lot of young players anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There was the Chiori Johnsons, Gabby Rogers, um, uh, uh, um, Dan, Dan Martin. Martin. Yeah. Um, and I apologise for the ones that aren't springing to mind at the moment. So he wanted to give them a chance yeah. to show yeah. Ali Omar, mm. another yes, of course. one of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, he wanted to give them a chance to show Clyde Lolos what they could do yeah. and to bring other yeah. young loan signings in was almost like repeating what you'd already done. So. I think that played a part in in that. I think I've enjoyed seeing Ali Omar in the. Well, I was just about to mention games. Ali Omar. Yeah. I think I think Gary's words have have almost handed Ali another year. Don't don't yeah, we think? He's, I mean, he's, he's been very very up about his last couple of performances, yeah. hasn't he? I think the way he talked about him on Saturday and, yeah. and again this morning. Let's face it, we're, nothing is set in stone yet. No. But I think we'd be surprised if he was. Uh, um, I, I, uh, and but, and I think he's encouraging him by using those words yeah, as well. Yeah, and he's, he, yeah, you know, yeah. we all know that there's a player there. Uh, oh, it's a yeah, bit raw. Yeah, yeah. he's um, a great I, personality as well, isn't he? He's a good. He's a great. Good person in the dressing yeah. room, etc. Yeah. You know that old cliche. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think as well I, that, that, that he's had to he, he's had to come in the last couple of games and played left centre back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and on Saturday he had um, uh, Jory Johnson. Mm. who's also a right-sided player playing mm. at left wing back and they really are the pair of them that that was if you'd been Daryl McMahon the Dagenham manager you might have thought oh that, they're worth, that, that's worth having to go at down that side well they acquitted themselves solid very very well um, and you know good 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 luck to them good luck yeah. to them it's it's uh, um, I liked you know. what uh, I like what Gary said about him but Ali having done some work with the still current Centre half Aaron Downs, yeah. <laughs> not very much, not an ex centre. He half. called him an ex one, and then and then said, "I don't think he'd like to be called an ex no. centre half." A um, couple more things on the agenda that we needed to we need to talk about: Kiefer Moore, who should be oh, playing yes. in the Premiership next season, yes. scored the goal that took AFC Bournemouth up, came off the bench to score it. He got injured, didn't he? As soon as Bournemouth signed him, he broke his foot or something, didn't he? It was a nasty injury. Right, I'm going to make a prediction now. Bournemouth will sign Gareth Bale from Real Madrid <laughs> to supply the crosses yeah. to Kiefer Moore to terrorise every centre-half well, in, if, the, if in you, the Premier Well, if you were the Bournemouth manager, uh, probably Scott not, Parker, but isn't it? <laughs> if you were the not. Bournemouth manager, you'd want someone who can get a good cross yeah. in, wouldn't you? Gareth Bale or Dan Sparks. Yeah, <laughs> oh, one of those. I tell you one thing though, we could be we could be six months ahead of time here because people pundits who are getting paid a lot more than us will be debating at the beginning of next season whether Kiefer Moore is too much of an old-fashioned centre forward to fit into the modern Premier League. Now, Alan Shearer and his pals will talk about this at length. So let's let's get there first. Can he still do a job in the Premier League playing the way he I does? Think, I, think, I think it can be all down, as, as Dave's already alluded to, the supply line. Yeah. There's yeah. no point playing keeper more unless you get crosses into yeah. the box. Yeah. And, 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 and he can and, get his head to stuff. And, uh, well, he, yeah. don't worry, he'll get his head chest, his body. Yes. Yeah. He'll get his head on a pee if you drop it into, <laughs> into, into, into the box. But the other thing about keeper is he is a fantastic character. 
Yeah. He is so determined. He has made himself into a proper yeah. level mm. international centre forward. Mm. Uh, it, over and above what we saw when he was on loan to us, and he went all through those years: Dorchester, Yeovil, well, from, from people, Truro, Truro, pa people pa writing him off. Saints to the Premier League, yeah, is the but journey, people writing him off yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. Even Forest Green, who he wasn't even getting into their team, and he has—he has everything he gets. He's—he's he, he's earned. Yeah. And so when you sort of say, "Oh, he's a bit of a one-dimensional centre forward," yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you play against him. Oh, I would not <laughs> um, want to play against look, him. He's. His, his first touch might not be the greatest in the world, but the fact is he just keeps coming and coming and yeah. coming and coming. And you do not put him off, especially if he can stay fit, because yeah. he's obviously had some injury issues. No, he's he's a, he's a, a proper a proper player. And you, you um, can rely on Kiefer for a goal, uh, a booking, and a head injury in most games. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and probably the centre half as well. Yeah, and of course Kevin Nicholson thought he had him, didn't he? Oh, oh yeah, well, he was close, wasn't he? When he was the call well, it was close. agreed. It was yeah. agreed. When the call came yeah. from his agent, it was only a question of which train he was catching down yeah. and whether he needed picking up. It wasn't a ever so sorry. And then Mick McCarthy stepped in, didn't he? Yeah. Mick McCarthy and, 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 and kept yeah. him on the bench. Yeah, kept him on the bench, didn't play yeah. him, and, and, and eventually that was a bit, a bit of a damp squib. Yeah, but you, I mean, from Kiefer's point of view, you wonder uh, how things would have progressed for him if he had come to us. Maybe he wouldn't have been in the shop window quite as much. Look at it from his point of view. Things haven't gone badly, have they? In that division, how many goals would he have scored? Oh, hatfuls. No, 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 no. And um, I always remember seeing the, him and Nathan Blissett playing up front uh, in a game at Dagenham towards the, yeah. end, uh, towards the end of his loan spell here. And, and uh, it was almost like Nathan, who, who's a cracking lad and, and a serviceable centre forward at this, looking across at, at Kiefer, <laughs> chucking himself around. The so I was like, ah. That's what you do. <laughs> and my goodness, were they a handful that afternoon for the Dagenham defence? couple more things on my list the under 18s we touched on it with Gary what a fantastic season they've had beat Tavistock 6-0 at the uh, weekend in the Watton Printers under 18 youth cup final they've won everything they've entered haven't they I think you also have to factor in this the fact that nearly all the players in that team play for the South Devon College yeah, yeah. South Devon yeah. College went up to Doncaster Rovers last week and beat Bishop Burton College in Beverley 2-1 They've had they've beaten nearly all the favourites in the competition, most of them away from home. Yeah. And so it's a quadruple, really, not just a treble. I know it's a South Devon College rather than United, yeah. but uh, um, nearly all those players are in both teams. Yeah. Terrific. Look yeah. forward to seeing more of some of those players then well, again, it sounds which like we, we hinted will at. Do. Yeah. 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 Indeed. It's a very hugely difficult job, isn't it, to get lads up from? And I know Chris Todd has been trying to arrange some games at the end of this season against the likes of Exeter City, Plymouth Argyle, yeah. to get a better steer on mm -hmm. how good these lads are. Because I mean, at the I, moment they've only been playing who they who they have who they to have. face. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know. Not chief scout or anything like that, but I've seen quite a lot of them this season, and uh, especially at home up at STC, and the stuff they play, that the, the the ability to move the ball quickly in tight areas, yeah. and that uh, uh, they're they're a, a proper little yeah. team, and um, you know by the sound of it, Gary and Aaron are looking very hard to yeah. see which ones. It's very difficult this under 18 step up to 
crossing yeah, that gap we've, we've all which seen, we've seen yeah. lads yeah. Yeah, Olaf, Louis and all that lot it's um STC Dave that dates us all a bit doesn't it <laughs> no STC I think oh I thought you said STC well it's the same well, area the pitch used to be yeah, exactly. yeah. Same place. so it's it's a it's a hugely <laughs> difficult thing to get to make that step up and and good luck to them but this it's the best under 18 team United have had for many yeah. years and there's one more ex-goal to congratulate this week, uh, Hakan Hayretin, manager of Maidstone. Um, he played four games for us in 92-93 on loan from Barnet. Well, that long ago? It yeah, is. 1992. It is. And, wow. and, and I can say, thoroughly enjoyed himself as well. And he's uh, a lovely bloke as well, isn't he? He's an absolutely cracking yeah, lad. We I chat to him occasionally. He came down, probably he was assistant to someone like John Still maybe at Barnet or somewhere yeah, like that. I think he was. And he came down for a game. Uh, I'm in my dotage. It was 20-something <laughs> years on yeah. from when he was... 25, 30 years from when he was here. And he walked over and looked at me, and, and he'd forgotten my name quite yeah. right too. And I said, hi, Hack. And he looked at me and he said, bloody hell, he said, are you still here? <laughs> and I went over. How he, many he, times have you heard that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only about 150. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he, he was, he, he, he said, oh, God, this has changed, isn't it? And, uh, you know, it's great here, isn't it? And yeah. he, he's, and now he stepped up to be a manager yeah. in his own right. Yeah, and, well done. And he's, uh, he's got, he's got Maidstone back up again. Good we'll, luck to him. We'll be playing them next season. Yeah, we never do too well up there, do we? No, Maidstone. Long, long way no. to go on a Tuesday night as well, isn't it? But there you go. We can't let this pass without the uh, the Barnet, can we? The, no. The, the the quick Barnet chat because uh, looking at the clock, this is a this is a long one. The long podcast. Is, uh, yeah, and uh, Gary had plenty to say today as well, didn't he? So. Let's leave it at that, gents, in the sunshine. Plenty of noise in the car park. Hope that hasn't uh, spoiled your enjoyment of the podcast. So we're not going to remember it's... Well, we kind of briefly touched on Barnet, didn't we? we? Is it 21 years? 21 years. Wow. Since the Battle of Barnet. We were um, all yeah, there. we were all three of us were there. We yeah. were. My goodness. Only just by the were, you, were you halfway up that tree? No, oh no, I wasn't. I I was in the in the the, the temporary stand that they had behind the goal. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And I. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've never enjoyed pressure games. I've n- um, all of us. Since I've been a, since I've been a journalist, I can I can separate them slightly, so that it's my, my job rather than I'm a fan. But obviously, I was always a fan as well, and I was just a fan when yeah. when the Barnet game happened. And I, I went up on my own. I met two I met two two friends who weren't Torquay fans. They were Gillingham fans, and we were talking about the queue to get in and the fact there were, that it, there were a lot of fans who yeah. weren't talking and Barnet fans well that day, weren't there? Jason and his mate I can't remember what his mate were, was called they were coming into the Torquay end with me and when they realized that they were going to take two tickets from Torquay fans they went in the Barnet end so that was always a, was yeah. a lovely little gesture mm. that they did I met them on the pitch afterwards but it meant I like sat on do. my own yeah in that away stand and I, I remember about 20 minutes to go, I was so nervous, I went to the toilet and just stood in the <laughs> toilet for about 10 minutes, just trying, trying to will away yes. some time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a nail-biter all right, but it'll be all right on the night, as they say, and we were okay, weren't we? we in did the all end, right. we, we were. Cool. It was Wild an extraordinary scenes. day, wasn't cool. it? Yeah, it? It was absolutely unbelievable that the injury to their goalkeeper in the first yeah, minute. absolutely. Uh, uh, the, how, how well United played mm. in that first half down the hill. Yeah. So, so um, the, with some, some well terrible misses yeah. in the second, second half. half. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the unaccountable handball by Jimmy yeah. Agri, who was playing basketball in his yeah. own box. And then, of course, was, it, was it Gale that missed the uh, sitter? Oh, John Gale misses the sitter at 3-2 to, to finish it off. And 
But what a um, game. Stuart Jones's penalty save from, yeah, from Darren Curry of all people. Didn't yeah. All sorts of it, it all happened that day. So didn't J it? Jason Reese. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Hill, and then Jason Reese went off. Of course, he went yeah. off injured. Yeah. And David Graham. And David Graham with the score of the three goals. Yeah. And and no, it was uh, and and John Still was the manager of Barnet, and I can remember how you all. I mean, he's a big man and <laughs> very experienced and tough as old boots. But you almost felt like going up and putting your arm around his shoulder. He looked, <laughs> he, he looked absolutely devastated yeah. at, at the end of it all, and it just underlined, doesn't it, how huge even now this drop from the football league yeah, into the national yeah. league is yeah. brings us quite quite neatly to the uh, to close the circle there yeah. in chaps um, thanks for listening we'll see you at Chesterfield game on Saturday last home game 12.30 kickoff. don't be late don't be late no, of and course, we, yeah. we can do this as a three part harmony this week you know <coughs> as ever with come, come on, on you, you yellows, yellows.